0: There is a generation of kids right now that is growing up on Paw Patrol, and my daughter is one of them. It was launched 10 years ago, and it is a phenomenon, and it makes a ton of money. Merchandise, just Paw Patrol merchandise, has surpassed $14 billion American. It is a juggernaut. There is something about these characters. We don't even really watch full episodes of Paw Patrol because it doesn't keep my daughter's attention, who's just over two years old now. But she knows all the characters. We have Paw Patrol coloring books. She's got clothing with Paw Patrol on it. We are into it, okay, at my house. So what is it that you were into or that your kids are into? I would love to hear from you. The thing about Paw Patrol is that as much money as it's worth and as many people are into it, we don't really talk about the fact that it's actually a connection. Canadian show. It doesn't get celebrated as Canadian content. Why is that? We're going to get into it right now with our guest, who's the Associate Professor of Communication Studies and Director of the Institute for Research on Digital Literacies at York University, Dr. Natalie Coulter. Dr. Coulter, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Thank you for having me, Chelsea. Yeah, I appreciate you being on to talk about this because, I mean, it's (laughs) certainly relevant for me. I've got a a daughter that's just over two years old, but relevant for a lot of families. It's been around for 10 years, and this is something that has really just taken over children's programming. What is it with Paw Patrol? Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I think, you know, just kids are really attracted to Paw Patrol, um, the way it kind of has different characters that they can identify. I mean, the company, Spin Master Entertainment, has really done a wonderful job at kind of figuring out what kids kind of want and a way to sort of really, to be honest, monetize that, right? You talked about merchandise, but it's a perfect show to kind of sell lots of merchandise. But I think sometimes what's missing is exactly what you said of not really recognizing it as a Canadian show. And um, I think there's something really particular about the way kids' media is created in Canada that is just achieves huge international ren- renown all over the world and yet as Canadians we don't really celebrate it or kind of know that Canadian content is really um, you know sold all over the world um And incredibly popular. Yeah. Is that by design? Because
0: sometimes, you know, when we think of something as being a Canadian show, it sort of changes our perception and our understanding of it. And this is the first time I'm even realizing that Paw Patrol (laughs) was Canadian made and yet it's got international success. So is it by design to not acknowledge it as Canadian programming?
1: I don't really think it's by design. I just think as Canadians, we don't really celebrate children and the, our children's culture, the what we bring to children's culture. I mean, a perfect example is that um, Nickelodeon really started on the back of a Canadian television show. When Nickelodeon first started, they uh, were looking for content and they turned to Canadian television, Canadian te- cable television. And their biggest show was You Can't Do That on Television, which was produced out of Ottawa. Um, and one of its lead characters was actually Alanis Morissette. And it, You Can't Do That on Television it was so central to Nickelodeon's kind of um, the way it framed the child audience and thought about the child audience, that the sliming from the show became part of their logo. And these kind of histories, we don't really tell these histories. We don't really celebrate. Um, I mean, maybe a little bit a bit about Degrassi. Maybe we always celebrate Anne of Green Gables. But mm-hmm. for the most part, we're huge powerhouse globally and internationally. And yet as Canadians we don't really think about it or talk about it. We sort of think about different things that we've brought into the world. Maybe, you know, hockey or multiculturalism, sure, these kind yeah. of things. But 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 we're a big powerhouse.
0: And yet there's a lot of money that's being made here in Canada by our, our TV exports <laughs> right. that we that's don't right. really acknowledge. What is it about yeah. Canadian programming that finds such international success? What do we know here in Canada about children's programming that other countries aren't tapping into in the same way?
1: Yeah, well, I think there's a long history of just producing good animation. I mean, there's a long history of sort of the NFB, um, and we have Sheridan College, which has an animation program. I think that's part of it, but I also think it's just about the way we have a sort of different sensibility and sort of treat, treating kids, have being sort of empowered, um, always kind of thinking about multiculturalism. In Canada, we always had to sell things to two markets, to the French market and the Canadian market. Some shows did cross over and some didn't, but having that kind of mindset of how shows carried in different kind of languages in different spaces I think has really shaped the way Canadian television sh- has been made and that has sort of led to its popularity um, and we also have in Canada kids screen which is the biggest industry kind of trade publication it is out of Toronto and yet you know people don't really know that that's sort of one of the big industry players that um, um, it's kind of like Tiff but for kids it's called kids screen is really you know it's a Canadian it's a Canadian company Wow. Yeah,
0: I, I had no idea that Canada was doing such a good job creating this programming. And there is huge yeah. appetite there because, you know, these these programs become, I think, part of your part of your childhood, part of what you Completely. think back. Oh, they can be something that you hold so dear to your heart. So, I mean, there is a real good opportunity here to capitalize on a captive audience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have deep nostalgia for our own favorites. Right. I mean, here, you um, uh, you know, Mr. Dress Up is lots of people's favorites. Um, and then we have a lot of local favorites, you know, because they're cable television shows. So, you um, Ont- know, I'm in Ontario right now, so I grew up in Ontario. So there's a lot of, like, specific content that was created in Ontario, and I'm sure that's the same as Alberta. And people are really passionate about it, but um, something that we kind of, you know, you kind of have a whole nostalgia for it, but then you don't ever think of it again um, and I'm I'm my what I'm trying to hope is that people have more celebration kind of thinking about the what we've brought to the world stage.
0: Yeah, I, it certainly deserves some acknowledgement. I think when you're yeah. talking about the success <laughs> of some of these shows, you know, to yes, re, to bring yes. it back to the idea that these are made here in Canada is something to be proud of. We're clearly yeah. doing something right well,
1: to be proud of it and also to support it. I mean, you're right; it's a huge industry, right? So when we kind of don't think about it and we don't really have any real sense of the value it brings, it also that plays out in policy decisions, right? Mm. That plays out when we kind of have expectations of where the government might put them. You know, it's cultural dollars in terms of what kind of industries to support. So there is a, an implication of this into the, in, in the industry itself.
0: Dr. Coulter, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. I really appreciate it.
1: Great. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Of course. Have a great Take day. Care.
0: You too. Thank you. That's okay. Dr. Natalie Bye. Coulter, Associate Professor of Communication Studies and Director of the Institute for Research on Digital Literacies at York University. So what was the show that you watched when you were a kid? What were you super into?